2021, I want to talk about that year. I'm standing here at the tomb of Hemiunu, the architect of the Great Pyramid. He encoded things in the dimensions of his tomb, just like he did in the dimensions of the Great Pyramid. And so we're entering the age of Aquarius. We're in the age of Aquarius. And that symbolizes a change, like really a quantum shift, a slow, you know, things have to reorient. And that's what 2021 is. For me personally, for the American Institute for Pyramid Research, my nonprofit research think tank, and hopefully for you, will it lead to peace on earth? Let's look at 2021 as a number, first of all. Okay, so uh, 2021 is the product of 43 and 47. The only other factors for 2021 as a number are 1 and 2021. So basically, 43 and 47 are the, are the two factors. Okay, so let's look at the fractal from 43 at 7. And then if we add 4 and 7 from 47, we get 11. Now those two numbers, 7 and 11, derived from 2021, are the numbers of the Great Pyramid. Okay, so the pyramids are all in Egypt are measured by their second, their, the relationship between the rise and the run. Any carpenter knows how to make a roof that way. So the rise and the run, it's 7 and 11. You've got 7, you know, horizontal mastabas, and then you've got, you know, 11... A vertical of the same size. So the Great Pyramid is 7 and 11. 11 on the bottom, 7 in the height. Four, four, 440 Egyptian royal cubits in the base, 280 Egyptian royal cubits for the height. 7 and 11. And you can get into pi and, you know, some circles and things with that too, 11 over 7. So you've got the, the factors for 2021. If you add them, 43 and 47, it equals 90. So if you take the larger factor, 47, divide it by 90, you get 0.52, and that's the slant height of the Great Pyramid, rounded to the nearest integer. It's 51.48 in terms of degrees, rounded off it's 50. And if you take the lower factor, the 43, divided by 90, it gives you 48. And that's the slant height of the bent pyramid if you average the two different pyramids that make up the bent pyramid, the two different slants. So pyramids are embedded in 2021 as a number. This is also interesting. Uh, th this string of 10 numbers right here are 10 dates in a row in January of, of 2021. And they're all palindromes, starting with uh, January 20th, the day of the inauguration in America. Uh, you've got 1, 2021. That's a palindrome. It starts one on each end, then a two, and a zero in the middle. And you got one, and then two, and then one. So today I'm making this. It's 1, 26, 21, a palindromic date, 10 in a row, unusual. Okay, let's look at Robert Grant's work here now with, uh, well, I, this is one of the things that, that uh, so me, looking back at 2020, I really became engaged with this, this notion, which you don't learn in school, but which is definitely true. It's beyond, it's, it's, it's beyond arguing against, I think, that the, the three systems of measure, the, mu the meter system, the metric system, the English system of measures, and the uh, Egyptian royal cubit are the same system of measures. It's unbelievable. And... They, I'll show how they are an example of the merger of the macrocosm and the microcosm, the five and the six, the pentagon, and the hexagon. Amazing. Now, another thing about 2021 is a year. You know, oftentimes we'll, we'll, short, uh, we'll give a shorthand for, for a year by just using the last two digits. 1955, we might say 50, back in 55. Okay, so 20, the first part of the number, is a shorthand for the previous year. And 21 is the year we're in, 2021. So the Roman god Janus pictured there had two faces, one looking to the past and one looking to the future. 
And that's what the year 2021, every time we look at it, can remind us. Look back. Are we keeping on the track? Did we learn the things we said we wanted to learn? And then moving forward with them. So that's that's kind of my marching orders. Now, some of the faces of Janus are drawn so that there's two different faces. And isn't that really what we want? If we look back in the past and we learn from things that happened and we gain a new direction, then we want to as we're looking the other way, we, we want to have a different face, a better face. Okay, so let's let's do that. So looking again now at Robert Grant's work, but th there are other people engaged in the same thing, showing the unity of these three systems of measure. So we all know a meter stick. Okay, so uh, it's a, it's the the major you know unit measure for the metric system. Okay, um, now. The Royal Egyptian cubit, uh, Robert has sacred cubit there. I keep telling you, Robert, it's, that's a different man. That's 25 inches. The Royal cubit is 20.6 inches. Okay, so it was the standard unit of measure in Egypt. You, it's all over the measurements of the pyramids. So you take these two different, you know, unit measuring sticks from two different measuring systems. The metric system, which was designed by the savants of the Enlightenment of France. They took a one ten millionth part of the quadrant through Paris. That's the meter. And then here's the the, uh, the the royal cubit, two different systems of measure. You put them together, and they equal 60 inches exactly five feet. There's the five, okay. And so the the five feet feet is a different system of measures. You got metric, you got royal Egyptian cubit, and then feet. So let's add that an extra foot there. So you got three rulers from different systems of measure: a meter stick, a royal Egyptian cubit, and a foot. And when you you add when you put those together, it's exactly six feet, 72 inches. So there's the five and the six. Unbelievable. The, the merger of the macrocosm and the microcosm. Basically the meaning of life. So you take the three systems of measure, they're really one. Ontologically. So I was, you know, I realized this, I thought of the alpha and the omega. This is a picture of the one that, that I discovered. Uh, it's interesting that Robert Grant posted a, something on Instagram today and he showed the picture of the alpha and the omega that he found. And so on the same, I'm making a video the same day and showing the alpha and the omega that I found. And this says to me, because, okay, Robert Grant found one of the sarcophagus. I found one in the entrance passage of the Great Pyramid, which you have to get special permission to get into this one. What do they mean? Well, what do they mean to me is this is the creator, the, the beginning and the end. That's what alpha and omega symbolize. And so I took a walk in the area of Tennessee where I live, not too far from me as this falls, and I just got down on my knees, and I just, you know, like, gave praise to the Creator. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, I want to look at one more thing here, and I want to challenge everybody with this. You know, most of us have uh, looked in the paper sometime, looked at a horoscope, see, you know, see what... Some, of, some people are very serious about casting charts and learning from them. Some do it more as a hobby, but most people recognize, you know, that, that something's going on here. So I want to, I want to challenge you with this, okay? So you can see the a chart that I spun. I think this was from January 14th. So that's what the heavens look like, and there's the chart that I spun based on what was going on in the heavens there, okay? So uh, you can see the moon, the symbol for the moon, and there's the moon, because th 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 this is showing what was in the heavens. They're all in one place here, okay? So there's the, the symbol for Mercury, okay? So you can see where Mercury is. There's the, uh, the, the symbol looks like a four that goes along with Jupiter, and there's like the H with the cross, the symbol of Saturn. So there they are. You can see that... Uh, you know, they're all there in Aquarius. Oh, but look, they're not in Aquarius. That is plainly Capricorn. So when you spin the chart, you know, it shows there those 
heavenly bodies are all together in Aquarius, but when you actually look in the heavens, they're not in Aquarius at all. They're in Capricorn. What's going on here? Okay, so, uh, you know, I, I want to get you to think about the way you've looked at things in the past and the way you're going to look at them now. Okay, so this is the challenge here, but let's look at another one. Same day, I think this was January 14th. So you can see that uh, Venus is in uh, Sagittarius. I mean, there it is. You can see it. Well, you look at that chart again, and there's Venus sitting right there. Oh, but look, Venus is in Capricorn, according to the chart. Okay, so, but no, Venus is not in Capricorn. Venus is right in the head of Sagittarius, just the way those planets were on the head of Capricorn. So, here's my challenge to you. So look, look at that, watch that middle circle there. Okay, I just spun it clockwise. Whatever sun sign you think you are, for a couple months, do this. Start reading the horoscope for one sign clockwise from where you are. Because that's what these two things I showed you from January 14th show. They show that what's in the heavens is different than what the, the astrological chart says. So by looking at the horoscope for a different sign, because you know you can read all 12 signs and see things that are true about yourself, but you know, you kind of have identity. Like I, you know, I'm a Leo. I think, oh, you know, I'm the sun, you know, I'm proud, whatever, you know, I've got the Leo traits. But now I'm going to have to think of myself as cancer. Because you know what? Leo wasn't really in the heavens when, my, when I was born, the sun sign. It was really in, in, in cancer. And so, and this could lead to the question, because I'm not saying astrology is false, but what I'm saying is this is the thing you've got to consider. Is it the one-twelfth part of the sky that tells what the effects are on personality, forgetting what, what's in that twelfth of the sky? Because in this case, the twelfth part of the sky called Capricorn by the astrologers is really Sagittarius by what your eye sees. And so if you continue to insist on spinning a chart and following what, it, what, what the horoscope tells you in astrology, then you need to know your, your one, you know, one twelfth cockeyed from what's really in the heavens. And so it could be that the part of the sky called Capricorn, which right now is where Sagittarius is, it could be that that really does have those influences that we call Capricorn. But it could, it could be that it doesn't. And so, you know, so I'm asking you to stretch yourself and think about looking at it a different way. Now, I'm not saying that, that this isn't real. The very first chapter of the Bible says that God put lights in the heavens, the planets and the, and the stars and the sun. And it's the first purpose it gives for those heavenly bodies is for signs. So whether you believe in the Bible or not, the Bible says in its first chapter that the heavenly, you know, bodies are for signs. And it also says when God speaks to Job out of the whirlwind, in Job 38, he says to Job, who thinks he's so smart, you know, and some scholars have suggested that Job was connected to somehow with the building of the Great Pyramid. Because God says, can you bind the chains of the Pleiades? He's, talk Pleiades, he's talking about, the, you know, the part what's on Taurus, the seven stars there. Can you loose the cords of Orion? Because Orion, those stars always stay together. Can you lead forth the constellations in their seasons and guide the bear? You know, the Big Dipper, Arcturus, with their satellites. Do you know the ordinances of the heavens or fix their rule over the earth? So in this poetic book of Job, God is saying to Job, do you fix the rule of the heavens over the earth? God is plainly saying the heavens 
planets, constellations have some rule over Earth. So I'm not denying the idea of astrology. I'm just saying you might need to reinterpret it for yourself. And that's the challenge for 2021. All right, I've talked enough. Um, I'm going to do a, my next video about the writing, the only writing that's in the Great Pyramid. So stay tuned.